Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In today's episode, we're talking about a UFO named Steve. That's correct, a UFO named Steve. But before we get to Steve, I want to take a quick look at this article from penlive.com. Title is NASA forms handpicked team to study unexplained UFO sightings, dated October 23, 2022. Now the article is by Zahira Valentine, and it says NASA has named 16 individuals to participate in the much-awaited study of unidentified aerial phenomena, or what are more commonly referred to as UFOs. In June, the space agency announced that it had commissioned a panel to investigate UFOs, or as they have recently been rebranded. Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. At the time, NASA officials said the independent study would get started in the fall, costs less than $100,000, and last about nine months from start to finish. Now, what I see here is uh, just pretty much more of the same. Of course, $100,000 for a study like this isn't a drop in the bucket. They have uh, assigned a panel, their panel of experts, so they're keeping everything within the team, within the circle, controlling the data. The team will begin the study Monday and is scheduled to spend nine months reviewing previous observations and determining how to analyze data on future events, according to NASA officials. While 12 people spending nearly a year studying uh, UFOs with a budget of $100,000 tells me that they're not going to be spending very many hours out of a day looking at this subject. The study will not determine if past record reports of UFOs were legitimate, but will pave the way for understanding what observations will be needed in future events to better understand the phenomena. Quote, exploring the unknown in space and the atmosphere is at the heart of who we are at NASA, Thomas Zuckerberg, an associate administrator at NASA, said in a statement. Understanding the data we have surrounding unidentified aerial phenomena is critical to helping us draw scientific conclusions about what is happening in our skies. Data is the language of scientists and makes the unexplainable explainable. Well, that's curious because it seems as though very little data has been applied to UFO observations, at least as far as the government's concerned. Uh, very seldom do we hear about how fast they're going, uh, what they could, materials they could possibly be made out of. Uh, whether they are mechanical, whether they are some sort of interdimensional phenomena, that none of these none of these basic questions ever seem to get addressed. It goes on and says that 16 investigators come from a variety of fields, from astronomy to oceanography to computer science to journalism. The group of professionals also will include former NASA astronaut Scott Kelly. Kelly served as a pilot of Space Shuttle Discovery and once held the record for spending the most days in space. You can read the bios on all 16 at this link. NASA has brought together some of the world's leading scientists, data and artificial intelligence practitioners, aerospace safety experts, all with a specific charge, which is to tell us how to apply the full focus of science and data to UAP, Evans said. 
The findings will be released to the public in conjunction with NASA's principles of transparency, openness, and scientific integrity. Now, if you're not laughing at this point, you should be. NASA's principles of transparency, openness, and scientific integrity. Yes, we all know how transparent NASA is. NASA says it believes that studying unidentified objects is essential for both air safety and national security. The agency said without having access to needed data that is nearly impossible to verify a sighting and determine what's behind the mystery. The independent group is also is excuse me, the independent group is only one part of several ongoing missions that are constantly working to find signs of life in the universe. Okay. When I first look at this article, and this to me is another classic uh, limited hangout, uh, you've got 12 insiders, maybe 16, that are going to be uh, <clears throat> taking a look at some UFO reports and then releasing that condensed version probably in redacted form. I guess when you black out all of the paragraphs, that's considered transparent. Now... <laughs> I did a little research online, and uh, I found a very good uh, pre-bunking article. You know, we've talked about pre-bunking, and that's where you get the article out ahead of the news uh, to shut down uh, any questionings, any quote-unquote conspiracy theorist. So we have all this talk about the government investigating UFOs. Well, you need to get out there ahead of the story so that we can control the narrative. This is what this is about. It's all about narrative control. When you have a limited hangout, you must control the narrative. And this article comes to us from scientificamerican.com, written by Sarah Scholes, and it's dated 8-15-22. So just about two months ago. So two months before uh, NASA's coming out with the official announcement or whatever with their investigative team, this publication, Scientific American, they've got the scoop, and they're going to pre-bunk it. The title says, NASA's UFO study isn't really looking for space aliens. A new investigation of unidentified aerial phenomena could have bigger impacts on atmospheric science than astrobiology. Okay, did you get that? So they're telling you two months ago, hey, that investigation that we're going to do with Scott Kelly and all the experts, we're not really looking for UFOs, Okay but we might find Steve. And this is where Steve comes in. It says, across his years of studying auroras, University of Calgary physicist Eric Donovan had periodically seen pictures and data showing something strange, a curve of purple light swiping across the sky, linear green features glowing beneath. It was atypical, but he didn't give it too much thought. I put it into some bucket that I understood, he says. That changed when he found himself at a bar with a group of amateur aura photographers after a science talk. Over beers, members of the Alberta Aura Chasers were showing off their pictures. Following a discussion, one attendee showed him a shot of the same sort of purple arc that Donovan had noticed over the years. Images of, of it looked otherworldly, the sort of thing one might see in an alien planet's sky. Do you see the narrative shift here? We're shifting from UFO sightings, encounters, cattle mutilations, abductions, all the sort of things that are reported in association with UFOs. We are shifting from that to a purple arc in the night sky. Something that we can be comfortable with. Something that won't 
obscure the sheep. It goes on, it says, looking at the photograph, Donovan realized the lights actually lived in an unidentified bucket that he didn't understand. They also didn't have a name, so he and the Aurora Chasers started calling the phenomena Steve. After a name, a group of animals give to shrubbery they don't understand in the children's movie Over the Hedge. See, they think of you as children. You are so immature, so incompetent, such intellectual midgets that they have to use a children's book to explain the concept of aliens to you, the concept of UFOs, the concept of something beyond what we can see, feel, and touch. Soon Donovan and his scientific colleagues teamed up with the Aurora Chasers to try to track down more apparitions of Steve. To observe it, attempt to understand the mechanism behind it, and change an unknown into a known. Well, I guess the next time that you look up in the sky and see a object that you don't understand, that there's no explanation for, you can just call it Steve. That's also the thrust of a new NASA project that aims to study UFOs. The narrative, well, wait, they put it right there, the narrative of Steve, that's their words, not mine, people notice something strange in the heavens above and dig deeper, could someday play out similarly in the space agency's efforts to learn more about unidentified things in Earth's atmosphere. Do you see the shift? We're shifting from people saying, that is a craft that's not human, that's a craft that's not from this world, that's a phenomenon I don't understand. They're shifting that into, well, it's probably just a star we haven't, we haven't noticed yet. In early June, spurred by a series of highly publicized, here, here we go, we're shifting back. So they've pre-bunked you. They've put this notion of Steve in your head. Steve. A non-confrontational name. Steve. Steve represents the purple arc in the sky. Steve represents normality. Don't be afraid. Go back to sleep. So they've got you pre-programmed, pre-bunked, almost in a hypnotic state with Steve. And then they shift. In early June, spurred by a series of highly publicized UFO sightings documented by the U.S. military personnel, NASA announced that it was initiating a modest study of unidentified aerial phenomena for nearly a year and on a relatively meager total budget of circa $100,000. Eight to 12 experts will work on the UAP independent study. I think they said now 16, I believe. Isn't that what it said? Quote, its goal is to identify data, information that has already been gathered or that could be in the future from NASA and outside organizations and, analyst, and analysis techniques that might advance the scientific understanding of UAPs. Well, why not just take eyewitness accounts? Both NASA and the scientists leading the study, Princeton University astrophysicist and Simons Foundation president David Spurgle, Declined to comment for the story. The men behind the curtain declined to comment. Well, that's a great start to transparency. You have a mainline publication here doing a pretty good job of debunking UFOs. And even in that friendly environment of mainline media, the scientist leading the study, Princeton University astrophysicist and Simons Foundation president, David Spurgle, David Spurgle declined to comment for this story. Not even worthy. 
not even worthy of a comment. But no official response or endorsements are needed to affirm the obvious. Well, here she's been she's been rebuffed. She's been rebuffed by one of the overlords, but she's going to be a good sheep. But no official responses or endorsements are needed to affirm the obvious. The huge volumes of data from NASA's Starlight Network of past and present Earth observation satellites could be a treasure trove of UAP research. Yeah, they could if they ever released them. One would be mistaken, however, to think this could only impact sci-fi 10 searches. Well, she wanted to say conspiracy theory, but she couldn't. For, that's what it seems like. Searches for patrolling alien spacecraft. Quite the contrary. By seeking to flag anomalous, unexplained occurrences in NASA's data, scientists are at least as likely to, to discover a new exotic but earthly atmospheric phenomena as they are to find any credible evidence of extraterrestrial visitors, especially if they also can leverage ground sightings from the general public, as Donovan ultimately did with Steve. Well, sure. That's, that's, that's awesome. So, not much hope for getting any answers to the UF phenomena, to abductions, to cattle mutilations, to any of these really negative things associated with UFO encounters. But quite likely, uh, cruising through some dive bars, they might run into some people that are able to confirm their notion that UFOs aren't real and that what these people are actually seeing is steep. That's your new that's your new thought that's been implanted for you. Steve. Not a UFO, Steve, a purple arc in the sky. Now I just want to go back a little bit here and just to kind of give you an idea of what you're dealing with. I mean the secrecy and people I think sometimes think I'm a little bit paranoid, a little over the top, a little political when I talk about the deep state. But as George Carlin said, it's a big club and you aren't in it. And that's what we mean by the deep state. It's the people that want to be in this select group and the people that actually are in the select group that have access to information that you and I don't have access to. That want to use that information to control us because, you know, as we know, knowledge is power. This is from New York Times, June 3rd, 2021. It says, U.S. finds no evidence of alien technology and flying objects. I can't rule it out either. This is another case of don't believe your lying eyes. It says, and of course, this is from a couple year, a year, a year, what, a year and a half ago, a year ago. It says, a new report concedes that much about the observed phenomena remains difficult to explain, including their acceleration as well as ability to change direction and submerge. Americans' long-running fascination with UFOs has intensified in recent weeks. This is from 2021 in anticipation of the release of the government report. This is rich right here. Former President Barack Obama further stoked the interest when he was asked last month about the incidents on the late night, on the late, late show with James Corden on CBS. Quote, what is true, and I'm actually being serious here, Mr. Obama said, is that there is footage and records of objects in the sky that we don't know exactly what they are. Now, this is coming from the president who classified more information about UFOs than any other president. And we've done podcasts on this. I, I don't care which way your political affiliation swings, but President Obama classified more documents concerning UFO observations and encounters than any other president. And he didn't release any of it. 
just like he didn't release Julian Assange. So let's just have an, an adult conversation about this. It doesn't matter if it's Trump, Obama, whoever. These people have been impeded by the deep state. And this, this, invest, this, this investigation that we're supposed to do a year or two ago, another limited hangout. Now, I want to look at one more article here. I thought this was interesting. This is from futurism.com, March 24th, 2021, written by Tony Hotron. It says, name a better duo than the U.S. government and hiding secrets about UFOs. Well, we'll wait. <laughs> I have to agree with that, Tony. He goes on, he says, while the Pentagon has in recent years started trickling out documents, that's true, trickling, Acknowledging its interest in unidentified aerial phenomena, UAP, its rebranded term for good old-fashioned UFOs, much of it has been redacted due to its sensitive nature. However, what the releases do reveal can be intriguing. Case in point, the Black Vault, a privately owned database of declassified records. Now, we've talked about the Black Vault many times in this podcast. It is a treasure trove of information has now acquired the classified version of that infamous UFO report that the Director of National Intelligence sent to Congress back in June 2021. While an enormous amount of the document is redacted, including almost every potential interesting portion, what we can see is certainly eyebrow-raising. One lengthy redaction concerns common shapes of UFOs. For instance, and another appears to describe a report of, of a Navy pilot describing some sort of aerial encounter. Well, here you go. People think that they're getting the news when they see a couple of videos from the Navy, a couple of blurry uh, videos from the Navy uh, depicting UFOs. But they're really good, juicy stuff. They're not showing us. They're sending reports that are nearly completely blacked out. This is another typical symptom of limited hangouts giving you a tiny bit of information, just letting the steam off the teapot, just letting enough pressure off so that it doesn't blow up in their face. It says the document also contains numerous instances in which it described the most common shapes of UAP. While the description of the shapes themselves were, were redacted, even the existence of that section wasn't included in the report originally released to the public last year. Now, if I was going to make a guess about this, the reason that they don't want to release the shapes of these things is because so often when people have these UFO sightings or encounters, the shape changes. Whether it gets larger, it gets smaller. We've seen multiple times where these things will trans. It's like they are uh, transisting between being a actual physical object to being some sort of phenomena, uh, to taking on the shape of aliens. It it's just bizarre to just try to put these all in one cat in, into a single category of a mechanical object is far too simplistic. It says, other sections of the report such as, quote, and a handful of UAP appear to demonstrate advanced technology and UAP probably lack a single explanation were also expanded on with the newly released document. The former includes a section, for instance, in which multiple Navy personnel witnessed a UFO. He says, one new account said that a pilot was fighting to keep his aircraft in the airspace, apparently due to high winds, when they witnessed a UAP whose position was unaffected. Well, we know from multiple accounts, these things seem to be unaffected by weather conditions, by the environment. 
they're operating independently of Earth's atmosphere. Once again, pointing to the interdimensional nature of these things. The entire document is available for download by default. Like we said, it's heavily redacted, but there's still a lot of intriguing elements in it. Now, we have gone over these before, and once again, it just shows um, the opaqueness of what the government is telling us about, about the UFO phenomenon. So when I read articles like the one that came out a couple days ago telling us that NASA is, uh, has, has, has put together a new team of these you know, all-stars to look at the UFO phenomena and give us an idea of what it's all about, I have to tell you, to me, it looks like another limited hangout, a limited hangout that I'm going to call Steve. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out. Thank <music> you.